episode six, Chopping It Up podcast. We back a couple days late. I know. We sorry to keep y'all waiting on a Friday night. You know, you probably sitting up there drinking on something, right? Ja'Cory Plummer. I'm here with Khalil Bennett, man. What it do? Back with another episode, man. I know it was a little late, though, but hey, we back at it. Had to work a lot, man, this week, man. So, my, I know my dog been waiting on me, man. Hey, man, shoot, I'm fishing on spring break, you know, a couple weeks before, you know, before my birthday. But I'm just cooling, man, you know. Man, uh, let's jump into it. So, last night, Clippers, Rockets, primetime game started at 8 o'clock last night. The Clippers end up beating the the Rockets down pretty bad, man. And it's, it's to the point now with the Rockets since they went with a uh, a small team uh, after they let Capella go doing the doing the trade deadline. I I don't see them. I see them uh, out of the second round this in the playoffs. Yeah, depending on who they match up with, because right now they're at the. Um, yeah, the fourth seed right now. Um, you know, Clippers are in the second seed. They're in the driver's seed, followed by the Nuggets right now. So they're in the fourth seed. So most likely, they end up facing probably um, Dallas or OKC. We'll never know. But, um, yeah, man, uh, you know... If you got a big, a good big man that can sustain the middle, that can control the paint on offensive side, you're going to win that game because eventually, you know, they're going to miss all them threes because they shoot a lot of threes. And, you know, it was a terrible game. So let's look at the stats. So Kawhi Leonard played 29 minutes at 25 points, six rebounds, five assists, went 18 for 15 from the field. He was four for four. He made four threes out of seven and had five free throws. So man, he had a he had a good game. He was plus thirty three. He had a good game. Paul George played thirty minutes, had thirteen points, nine rebounds, seven assists, five from thirteen from the field. But he went zero five from the three, from from the three and was three from five from the three point line. Had a plus minus rating of a plus seventeen. So you know the two stars had a good game. You know, the bench contributed. Um, Marcus, I mean, Montrezl Harold had 19 and 10. Lou Williams chipped in with 5 and 3. Reggie Jackson had 6 and 2. Shaman had 3 and 2. So the bench contributed. Jermichael Green had 11. So they did a real good job opposing to the Rockets. Um, James Harden had a bad game. He played 28 minutes, had 16 points. Went four from seventeen from the field. It was zero and eight from the from the three point line. Had a plus minus rate of minus nineteen. So that's bad. Yeah, that's most, real bad. Most definitely, man. I believe, like you said, y'all y'all in the driver's seat. I do agree with that. You know, I know y'all recently, as of today, y'all recently just added Jakim Noah. Joe Kim Noah, man. Hey, that's a big. Many people think he's washed stuff and old, but man. Look, Joe Kim Noah can bring a lot to the table, rebounding, uh, put getting putbacks, and he's just a pest on defense. 
and he can get inside people's head like LeBron James. Uh, but we'll but we'll see. Um, he's not gonna play that much that that much. He's on a ten day contract, but I just you know I I I suspect. That you know Jerry West, Doc Rivers, they can work it out, and he can sign for the rest of the season because he's gonna get that final roster spot. That's another veteran to help out the younger guys. Um, I like it. You know, just add another big body to help out Trez and uh, Zubak. Um, that can solidify the paint and get rebounds, and help. You know, if we face you know AD or Joker or Joker. You know, Nikolai Joker, uh, you know, Joker from um from Denver. So that'll help out. But um but yeah, he's that's a good that's a, I like that pickup. Um he's gonna play about five to ten minutes per game. He's not gonna play a lot in little he's gonna play little shorts, little spurts. Um he's supposed to be on the floor for us next week, so we'll see, man. We'll see. All right, we getting through that NBA season, man. Uh tonight we had some some good good games on currently at the moment the New Orleans Pelicans and the Miami Heat. Um the Pelicans are up one oh six or actually one oh eight to one oh two. So the Pelicans beat the Heat tonight. Which that, that that that's a huge game for Zion. Yeah. And um currently at the moment Zion has seventeen points, played thirty one minutes. And Drew Holiday has 20 points and played 37 minutes out of that game. So, um, going to the next game, the Phoenix Suns and the Portland Trail Blazers in the third quarter. The Suns up 90-77. to The Lakers and the Milwaukee Bucks just started. So, uh, if you have Sports Tackler app or if you're watching the game on ESPN, just tune in. Watch Giannis the Greek Freak versus LeBron. Honestly, in that game, I, I look at it as you'll see by the fourth quarter. It's going to be tit for tat all the way to the fourth quarter. But you got you, you can't be on the fence, man. You got to pick a team, man. Man, I feel like the Lakers. The Lakers got more. More. They, they got more. They got more on the from a bench standpoint, and they have more on the floor. Well, yes, they got a Greek freak, and they got um. Uh, your boy, three shooter, man. Oh, Chris Middleton, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, man. You know they they talk about Chris Middleton like he a other man. That's a two time, two years in a row All Star, man. You just don't you don't find guys who can play, shoot threes and play good defense like Chris Middleton, man. Dead eye three point shooter, um, man. But I'm gonna go with the Bucks. Um, I think you know Giannis is on a high streak. Uh, right now, he's a leading candidate for M- league MVP. Like the media right now, they're trying to hype up LeBron, try to, you know, hype him up to get MVP. But Giannis is the clear-cut flavor for MVP right now. Uh, he's the leader. Don't let nobody t- else tell you. <laughs> um, you know, the 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 Bucks are in a immaculate lead right now, and the East is not even, it's not even funny. Um, they're almost ten games up over the Toronto Raptors for the number one seed. Uh, they got a playoff spot already locked up. Um, yeah, it's Giannis all the way. I'm gonna go with the Bucks in this game. Be clear, as uh, Giannis is on a hot streak. Uh, Middleton can get 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 hot anytime. Um, Brooke Lopez can shoot lights out from the three point. 
Uh, he's unorthodox in the post. His po, you know, his post, his post moves are unorthodox. You got Robin Lopez coming off the bench. Um, you got Corver coming off the bench, and I like their uh, point guards, uh, the two guards, uh, Connington and Dylan Vincenzo from from uh, Villanova. But um, yeah, I like the Bucks in this matchup. But you know they're gonna they're gonna beat each other up real bad in this game, and we're gonna see if we can walk out this game. And you know the Lakers play the Clippers on Sunday, so. Yeah, and the Clippers off for the next two games right now, and already uh, the Bucks are up three nothing on the uh, Lakers. So yes, sir. Next game, man. Shout out to uh, my Orlando Magic, man, getting the dub in Minnesota. Yeah, beating Minnesota Timberwolves one thirty two to one eighteen. So shout out to the Magic for getting that dub, and Big Vooch with twenty eight points, the leader and. Followed by Markel Fultz with 24 points, uh, averaging 70, 71 from the field, Vucevic, and Markel Fultz averaging 68 from the field. So, um, hey, that's a big, they, they, they stepping up. They stepping up. Uh, DJ Augustine, Terrence Ross, I see y'all guys stepping up, coming off the bench. Uh, I know they're gonna be at the eight seed. They're gonna be playing the Toronto Raptors. Man, you know what? If if I'm the Orlando manager right now, I'm trying to go all in right now, cause the Nets are slipping with the injury to Kyrie Irving. Cause nobody wants to go up to Milwaukee and go play Milwaukee right now. How they playing right now? Cause they're gonna get swept. If I was the Magic, I would try to do everything in my power to start winning games and boost myself up to the seventh seed so I can play Toronto. Cause y'all beat Toronto in Game One last year with. Again, one or three by um, DJ Augustine. So, yeah, if I was y'all, I'd be trying to ramp it up right now. Facts. <laughs> right, another game I'm going to add is the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder beating the the drama field Knicks, one twenty six to one hundred three in New York City. Man, just uh, rest in peace to the Knicks organization. Y'all, y'all doing my boy Spike Lee very wrong. Yeah, James Dolan, man, he needs to sell the team, man, because. Clearly, you know, he's been running that franchise in the ground since, you know, Patrick Ewing left in the early 2000s. Man, even though they had Carmelo, they was, you know, they was, you know, they was manageable. They were good, but they just never had the pieces to put around. And part of the reason players don't want to go there is because, um, because James Dolan, like this year, they was counting on, um, Kyrie Irving and, uh, Kevin Durant to go there, but they went. You know, down the street, they went to Brooklyn. They said, well, now we're going to play for the Nets. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and there's been talks recently they, um, that the Knicks are trying to go get Chris Paul this summer. with, But that's just a bad contract. Um, but they can do what they want to and try to they try to keep their fans up there. So, we'll see. Yes, sir, man. It, it, it's going to be an interesting stretch to the playoffs this year, but um, y'all y'all just stay tuned, man. Stay tuned. Yeah, man, cause it's the it's it's about to pick up right now. Um, many teams are getting ready for the playoffs, and a lot of teams getting ready for Cancun. You know, like that segment off Inside the NBA with uh Shaq, Ernie, Kenny Smith, and Ch- Charles Barkley. Uh, some some team finna get ready for to go to go fishing, so 
Um, because sure, there's a lot of teams that are battling for that eight spot in the West. The Grizzlies, the Pelicans, uh, the Spurs, the Trailblazers, the Kings that's battling for that eight spot. Um, we'll see who do it because either you're going to have to go to L.A., either for the Lakers or the Clippers for that first seed. So, Most definitely, man. So, um, man... What's what's going on right now in the in the, in the league right well, now? Well, right NFL. now, um, the Chargers are letting Melvin Gordon test free agency. Um, his market uh is pretty high because he's he's gonna be the best running back available through free agency. Um, because they just re-signed Austin Eckler, so that's most likely Melvin Gordon is out of there in San Diego. Um, he's probably looking for the top five in a running back money. Um, but with that, it's, it's like, you see what happened to Todd Gurley. The Rams made Todd Gurley the highest paid running back in the league. And which, it failed. That was a mistake. Right. That was a mistake, man, because of his, his, uh, the injuries behind him. And like right now. These days, running backs don't last long. Right, days. and and there's been some rumors too. Not rumors, but some like conspiracy theories or whatever. The Panthers, they said the Panthers are thinking about trading away Christian tri, 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 uh, Christian McCaffrey for draft picks because they don't want to pay him all that money. He doesn't factor out because. He's basically their best receiver and their best running back Bottom on that line. team, and they don't use like a run by community. They just, you know, you you are um a horse. We gonna run you to death. Christian you know, McCaffrey the is the Carolina Panthers always. Right. Same so, could be said probably with the Giants too, because they because yeah. next year or this offseason you gotta pay Saquon. Yeah, he he. I mean, in a way, he deserves it as well. I mean, despite that. Saquon got hurt early on last season, but he but back from injury. most people think he's the most talented running back in the league. You know, it's either him or McCaffrey. McCaffrey is one. Saquon is number two, but they both in the top five. There's no me. You can go any way because you know McCaffrey has talent too. I think if he was like two more, two inches more um, taller, he'll be a slot receiver, but. And I even think I, you know, I, I just this came across my mind. I think later down in his career, if he gets slower, or he doesn't want to take them hits no more, he can drop a little, little bit of weight and move the slot. Right. Yeah. Um. But the landing spots they got for um. For Melvin Gordon is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Houston Texans, the Detroit Lions, and the Miami Dolphins. And they said some other contenders can be the Patriots, the Redskins, the Bears, or maybe even the Tennessee Titans to pair up with uh with him and uh uh Derrick Henry if um if the Titans don't resign Derrick Henry or if Melvin Gordon wanna take like a one year, two year deal. So we'll see. What you got, Khalil on the other right, side? Per per D Deanna on ESPN she states that the Washington Redskins are giving Trent Williams an opportunity to seek uh, a trade. It's mm, so, a lot of teams that need a left tackle. The Jags, Bucks, 
maybe the well the Panthers just traded uh for Russell Coon, so the highest is a second round the Washington Redskins looking for somebody pay that somebody pay that because you know like somebody like the uh like you know like the Bengals they got a rookie they gonna have a rookie um a rookie quarterback and you gotta have somebody to protect them. So like the Bengals, maybe the Cardinals, because the Cardinals are on the mock draft. They looking like we might draft a tackle. If you get Trent Williams, now you can go after either C.D. Lamb or Jerry Judy, because they have a high draft pick. Um, man, speaking of love, speaking of the tackles, man, what about your boy Jason Peters? Well, the Eagles are letting Jason Peters test for agency. This has just been a re- reoccurring thing with Philly. I I feel like, you know, last year we traded up to get Andre Dillard from Washington State. Um, but we brought back Jason Peters. And, we, you know, we, this, we thought this season, okay, this is J- JP's farewell season. You know, Andre Dillard is going, you know, learn from them guys, learn from Jason Peters, learn from Lane Johnson, learn from Jason Kelsey, learn from Brandon Brooks. You know how to be a pro at um at the NFL level, but um, Diddler had over three hundred snaps during the game because you know Jason Jason Peters went down with it with some injuries and came out the game for a quick second. But um, I feel like Andre Diller is ready, but I don't. But I won't be mad if we bring back Jason Peters as a backup, or if you know if the organization. Hey, say, hey, uh, we got a bona fide Hall of Fame. Because Jason Peters didn't play bad last year. And, you know, playing a less passable position, you playing you to protecting the quarterback's blind side. So, do they have, I don't know if they have trust in Andre Dillard or they have, you know, they got more trust than uh, Jason Peters. Then, Jason Peters, then um, there's been rumors about a trade for Andre Dillard to like Jacksonville for, uh, you know, for picks or a draft pick or um or for a player. So, um we'll see. But I, I'm I'm confident in Andre Dillard. Um if Jason Peter walks and play and finds a new team. Hey man, thank you. Um thank you, Jason Peters, for everything. You're first Hall of Fame a first battle Hall of Famer in my eyes. Um one of the greatest left tackles of this generation. Probably the, the the best left tackles in Eagles history, Pro Bowler, Super Bowl champion, man, you, hell of a player, bodyguard. Shoot, man. Adam Schefter reported a few days ago about the Denver Broncos and Jacksonville Jaguars have agreed on a trade that will send cornerback AJ Boye to the Denver Broncos for. This year, 2020, fourth-round pick. So, that trade won't be processed until the new league year begins on March the 18th. So, it's still pending until that exact date. Well, you know, in addition to that, they don't... Ooh, I think Denver's going to try to you know revamp that defense. I want them a Super Bowl and Super Bowl 50. Um... Dick Vangio is a coach, and many people know him as the defensive coordinator for the Chicago Bears in um in twenty eight in twenty eighteen. 
Um, that was that fearsome defense. That defense has been the same since he left. Uh, but you know they they got AJ Bouye, and if they gonna they're probably gonna sign him to a new deal, when a league when a league year new league year starts, and they may resign Chris Harris and just go from there. And they got they still got Von Miller. They got to resign uh they safety Justin Simmons. They might franchise tag him, and and use that to resign him. But um, we'll see. Um, but they're going to try to revamp that defense, man. You got Bradley Chubb. You got Von Miller coming off that edge. Um, most likely, uh, they're probably going to try to get a receiver in this year's draft. Uh, I'll be shocked if, if Isaiah Simmons slides to them and they go get him. And then, whoo, you talking about something in the AFC West. You got something to come back, uh, the Chiefs. Because remember, they in the, um, they in the same division as the Chiefs now, so. They get that defense right. You put pressure on Mahomes, but Mahomes ain't got time to do all that tricky stuff. So we'll see, man. Um, for you, Khalil Brady. Um, with with they with got the whole they, thing in the air with Brady right now. There've been sources about the discussion him and Bill Belichick had. It's been business as usual. Mm-hmm. Um, that's still up in the air. Um, regarding. The whole situation, the state of the Buccaneers quarterback position with Jameis Winston, um, per Pewter Report, um, Winston's agents have been in Tampa uh, meeting with team, with the team and Jason Light, the general manager, discussing some contract talks. Uh, they haven't budged because Winston still thinks he deserves uh, $30, 30 million, Mm-mm. which I disagree he doesn't in a way. Just look at the look at the stats and the rap sheet behind that. Um nah. <laughs> in a way, but um we have been linked to Tom Brady, which in a way I'm kinda like, uh, he he's he's older, but he he's one, he's gonna sell tickets. Yeah. Two tickets going up. Two, um we're gonna win some games. Trust and believe me, behind somebody like him. Um, got a bit off the offensive line, huh? And that, that's the most important thing. And Another quarterback it. is uh, everybody know Teddy B, uh, which I'm kind of rooting for in a way that I hope he, he does come. But um, the Saints would like to uh, trade him for a third, which... Well, uh, well, no. Well, if Teddy's a, um unrestricted free agent, so... Yeah. Because they just put a first-round tender on uh, Taysom Hill, which means that... Anybody signs Taysom Hill, which I did for you. That. You gonna have to give a first round pickup. So uh, not in this year's draft, but the next year's draft. So, um, yeah. So uh, they gonna see what they gonna try to get for him. But if not, the state the Saints will resign him to a short term deal. Yeah. But they gonna they gonna put him out there to see what uh, they get for him. Um, but we got some um, just a couple, ten players are most likely that's gonna be traded. Per Marcus Moister, uh, breach report, uh, tight end David Ajoku from the Cleveland Browns. Um, I don't know why would they trade him away, but the tight it's some tight ends on this market, but um, I don't know why they would trade him away. Uh, Corey Davis, you know, he's been productive with the um, rising of AJ Brown and that sharp kid. They might trade him away. Um. 
Evan Ingram of the New York Giants, man. This is pretty big. Uh, one of the fastest tight ends in the league. Uh, but, you know, injuries. Uh, I can see the Patriots picking him up, but the Giants probably won like a second or third round pick. D- Derek Carr, Las Vegas Raiders. Um, he's very He's been productive, but not up to John Gruden standards, but I think Probably John Gruden want to start fresh with a uh, most likely with a free agent and QB rather than drafting. He's been in bad systems. Who? Carr. Carr is a is a system quarterback. It's just the that West Coast system doesn't didn't fit didn't fit his style. Yeah, play. basically in Gruden's offense, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna throw the ball probably like twenty times. You gonna be handing the ball off. Man, that is, that's not him. Yeah. Um, Trent Williams, like we said earlier. Darius Slay. Now here's the thing with Darius Slay, man. Especially with the Eagles, because you know y'all, you know, y'all roast me. And y'all corners always getting burnt. Alright, so Which is a which is a true statement. This is what the 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 Lions want. They most likely want a third round pick and a player. Now we have young corners. I'm not giving up Avante Maddox. I'm not giving up Cravion LeBlanc. I'm not giving up Sidney Jones. Darby's gonna walk. We let Darby walk in free agency. Resign Jalen Mills, but I will give you. I will give you Russell Douglas and a third round pick for Darius Slay if if we don't sign Byron Jones. If you don't get Bradbury from the Panthers, the only thing with Slay, it's the only thing. When he gets traded, he wants a new deal. But he's 29. And you know most players, they turn 29. They hit 30, they're going to be on decline. He wants like a, he wants top top three um, corner money because Stephon Gilmore just got paid. Jalen Ramsey's probably most likely, gonna, he's going to get paid by the Rams. Uh, you got the um, kid out in Buffalo. I forget his name. He's next year. He's gonna get paid, so he's trying to get that money now. Now I don't want Darius Slay, but that's just like our last resort if we got to. But my first person I want off the market for corner is Byron Jones from the Dallas Cowboys. I know we might, you know, in free agency you gonna overpay for guys, but you know, you gotta do it to get guys. Um, um, but the last thing is um. Let's talk about just needs in free agency. You know, the the biggest need that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers need and what team and what does the Tampa Bay Buccaneers need? I'm going to start off with you, Khalil. What does the Tampa Bay Buccaneers need in free agency and the draft, too? Let's add the draft in there. What is like, what do you need? Do y'all guys need speed? Do you guys need uh, more veterans or get younger or it's, it's even ain't much being younger because to the fact that we uh we second to last or well not second to last but in the top five with the youngest team in the league right now half all rosters under 30 years old that's a good thing um 
regarding like the state of the quarterback position, it doesn't matter who you have at center because one, it starts with the man up front. Right. Um, we've been beat up in that department. Right. Uh, regarding our offensive line, we're top five and um, penalties, which is fucking ridiculous. Excuse my language on the station. Um, us with Demar Dotson, who's our left tackle. He's he's been um, he he's pretty old. I hope they let him go. Uh, we have Donovan Smith. Uh, I didn't never I never liked him when uh, we drafted him, but uh, they the Bucks paid him. I want to say yeah, he they paid him exactly nine million with a two and a half million guaranteed three years ago. So I'm still upset to this day about it, but you know. Uh, I can see why, because we need depth at that position. But I, for free agency, if Trent Williams will accept a, a decent deal from Jason Light and the Bucks, I would love to have him in Tampa uh, to help that left tackle spot. And we can move, uh, leave Donovan Smith at the right tackle spot. Or we, if we can draft a, a tackle in the first round. But... Second round in the draft, I'm looking for a running back. Uh, the company, Ronald Jones, need that run, run running back by committee because we need, we definitely need that in Tampa. Definitely. All right. All right. Well, with the Philadelphia Eagles, our thing is we need to get younger but not young. I think, you know, we need to just get a tick back younger, but with veteran players. Another thing is, too, we need speed, 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 speed at three positions. Receiver, defensive end slash outside, outside linebacker, rusher, and cornerback safety DBs. Because I haven't seen in a while... I remember the last time I seen a DB run down anybody. Like, good thing we won this game, but that Giants game with when Saquon Barkley ran that touchdown and chopped up the deuces, that was embarrassing. Like I, I nobody couldn't hawk him down. Um, but you know, in the draft, I think we can address that, especially in the first round. Uh we're at we sitting at twenty one, but um, you know, Eagles GM, Howie Roseman, said he's going to be aggressive in free agency in the draft. We have 10 picks, including uh, the uh, comp picks that we acquired for letting um, seven players go. And we got the, and we got the team's picks, who they signed with. Uh, so we got the ammo to trade up if we need to. Most likely we'll get uh, Henry Ruggs out of uh, Alabama. Second round, um, go either way. We can get another receiver. Or you might go DB, either corner or safety. Um, third round, most likely, is going to be uh, either an end or guard. Um, doesn't matter. I just want the end just to be strong, but I have some speed coming off the edge. Or guard that can, uh, or center that can possibly replace uh, Isaac Salamalu or Jason Kelsey in a few years. Uh, fourth round. Um, it could be a running back, a power back. It doesn't matter. Uh, speed back, whatever. But um, I think we'll keep somebody. We'll keep Jordan Howard. 
because he's a um he's a nice back. He falls for for three yards every time. Um, but you know, fifth, sixth, seventh round pick, probably get a quarterback. You know, it's backup Carson. Uh, probably a, a D tackle in the seventh round. Probably get a, a receiver that probably slips. So, yeah, man. So just basically speed, getting younger. And basically, in the same thing I said, you know, the first time, the first one is getting fast. So right now, um, we're gonna use we're gonna do a mock draft through the website called the Draft Network. Uh, me and Khalil are gonna do that right now. Uh, Khalil is gonna do you know with the Buccaneers. I'm gonna do it with the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, you can go to this website www.thedraftnetwork.com. Um, you can look up see prospects that you like. Um, that your teams is liking, and you can do a mock draft, man. Um, I found this website through the Eagles group on Facebook, and um, you can use this website. You know, if you want to, you know, put your GM hat on and do a mock draft, you can. So, uh, me and Khalil, you ready, Khalil? Let's get three, two, one. We're gonna start the draft, and. At pick 14, who you got, Khalil? At pick 14, man, this has been pretty tough. But honestly, it's it's really, really hard to say, man, because right now I've been, we've been talking about offensive line, man. But honestly, after I looked at a couple experts at safety, we've been pretty weak. I'm going to draft Xavier McKinley from um, Alabama. Wow. Okay. That's shocking. Um, many people think I'm. this is fake. But um, he fell into our lap. And if this happens, praise the Lord. But with the 21st pick in the, NF, in the NFL draft, in the Chopping Up Podcast draft, the Eagles select Jared Judy, Alabama. Okay. Man, he fell into our lap. Don't even think twice. You take him, Howie Roseman. Uh, Khalil, who y'all got in the second round with the 45th pick? 45th pick, man. Just like I stated before, man. Running back. Need that slasher. Man, I'm going to go ahead and pick Clyde Edwards. Out of LSU. Ooh, Darren Sproles type. You know. Small. Catch the ball at the back. Feeling powerful. You see him ram somebody over in the um in the playoff game against Oklahoma. But already know. back to the fit back to the Eagles with the fifty third pick in the Chopping Up Podcast draft. The Eagles select Denzel Mims out of Baylor. Man, awesome receiver, possession receiver. Go get it. Slot receiver can line up fast. He's awesome. Who y'all got with the 76 pick? Khalil in the third round. Just for this third round. And this is pretty, it's been iffy, but say if we let go of Winston, mm-hmm. we get somebody out of free agency, I'm going to look for, uh, you know, a young guy. Okay. So in that third round, Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Jalen Hurts 
Oklahoma. Ooh. Now, this is going to be scary, man. Uh, he's going to have to process y'all playbook. Um, He's going to have to process that because that's a lot of throwing. A lot of throwing. I believe with his arm, I believe he can do it. And to the fact that, you know, a, a real offensive coordinator would adjust to that 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 young man. All right. So with the 85th pick in the third round of the Chopping Up Podcast draft, the Eagles select Kyle Duggar out of... Out of Leonard Ring, that's a Division Two school, six one two seventeen, longer range corner that can play free safety. I love it. Who y'all got with the ne- y'all next pick in the fourth round? All right, yeah, this is definitely definitely tough since we getting deep into the draft. After we address the safety need, I got us selecting. Altar Robinson out of Syracuse, who's an edge rusher. He's a premier edge rusher out of the, uh, the ACC. Uh, top top five in sacks in the ACC. 6'3", 259. Man, who you got, Corey? Uh, with the 117 pick in a chop, it up podcast draft. I don't know if I want to go receiver or linebacker, but we got to address his need in the draft. I'm going to go with Akeem Davis Gaither from Alapache State, linebacker. Downhill linebacker, middle linebacker. Got to love it, baby. Man, with, with the 143rd pick, man, this... And I actually watched this kid, man, Gabriel Davis out of University of Central Florida, receiver. I believe that we're going to probably let him go of Rashad Perriman, who's our number three. Uh, He'll step in quite well with our system. Gabriel Davis is very physical, and he's a speedster. So that's who I got. All right. Well... With uh, in the fifth round of the of the Chopping Up podcast with the hundred forty eighth pick, the Eagles select. You might be used to this name, but his name got is with a senior, Michael Pittman Jr. USC, and with the hundred fifth pick in the fifth round of the Chopping Up podcast, the Eagles select. Will the real Lamar Jackson please stand up? Lamar Jackson out of Nebraska. 6-2 corner out of Nebraska, 206. I'm going to move him to strong safety because he played like a safety. Who you got, Khalil, in the sixth round? Uh, the sixth round, I got the Bucks selecting Jared Hilbert's offensive line, Washington. Six seven three oh nine, ran five one two in the combine, and good feet, good footwork. So in the Pac twelve, 
and just to fill in that void at, at the offensive line spot for the Buccaneers. Ooh, now you got me thinking. Don't wanna. Well, I'm gonna increase. All right. Well, I think this is one of my. I think this is my last pick in the draft. It's not including my comp picks, but in the sixth round, with the hundred and seventieth pick of the Chopping Up Podcast draft, the Eagles select Kalik Hudson, Michigan. Man, this this dude is a dog. Play outside linebacker or the rover safety in the box. He's 5'11", 218, senior out of Michigan, hard hitter. Who you got, Khalil? Shoot, for me, that will conclude the Buccaneers' drive picks to the fact that the Buccaneers only had six Six draft picks this year due to the fact that our our trade last year with Shaq Barrett for the Broncos we gave mm-hmm. up seven round seven rounder. That's a good that's a good investment. Look why he turned out, which became one of the greatest investments in history of the of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers franchise, who's our sack leader yep. for the lead and the sack and holds the sack record in the franchise, passing the great Hall of Famer. Warren Sapp. Warren Beasy. So, but yeah, man, uh, we had six picks in the draft, too. But I ended up drafting three three wide receivers, two safeties that can, um, one of them can play, you know, in the box at the down linebacker position. I got a corner. And I think the, you know, the offensive guards and the ends will address that um, in, in free agency. But yeah, man. Um, so that's gonna conclude uh, our mock draft. Khalil, got any last words? No, man. I believe I I feel good about my my mock draft, man, because I feel like most of the needs will be uh, met during free agency. I believe this year with Bruce Arians, he's he's gonna play a big part this all season. For the draft and free agency, uh, he's going to have that last say-so um, with that. And I see now um, how strong-minded he is by not giving in with uh, on Winston, the Winston campaign, giving him that money. So um, <laughs> it's it's going to be it's going to be wild. So in a few weeks, man, we got one of the biggest days in. Uh, a sports nerd history, yeah, man. man. Free agency in the NFL. Do me a favor from all my uh, people out there. On the night of March 15th, because March 16th starts the legal tampering process for the NFL, meaning that your favorite team can call up free agents and talk about deals. So f- go to Twitter right now. Follow Ian Rappaport. Adam Sanch, Adam Schefter, and turn on your uh get all notifications. So when the alert comes on, you the first you'll be the you know you want to be the first ones to see it, to see the tweet going not about your favorite player or your team or your favorite team get acquiring a player. And also download Bleacher Report. Bleacher Report, you know NFL app, ESPN app, 
all that to keep, you know, info. NFLTradeRumors.com. It's going to be live. Yeah, man, because, you know, it's, it's, you know, I like this. You know, the NFL is back. Not really back watching, you know, watching, but just with the news and stuff. But, um, but again, the mock draft that we did today, we did on the mock, on www.thedraftnetwork.com. So, Khalil, that's going to conclude the show today, man. What you, um, what you got planned for the weekend, man? Hey, man. I appreciate everybody for listening, man. Please share, like, share to your family, friends. Uh, we're going to keep continuing this movement, man. Two young guys love sports, love talking about sports. Man, next week we're going to get into more, uh, more into the NBA. And we're going to uh, start off by talking about a little bit of spring training with the MLB. Yeah. And see what's going on. Uh, I'm signing out. Night. Yeah, if you belling at the club right now, well, you going into the club right now. It's eleven twenty six. But if you coming out of that like two a.m., three a.m., you see the notification on your phone, man. Turn it on for that ride home, man. We arrive home. You know, hopefully you ain't been, you ain't drinking and driving. If you drinking and driving, call a Uber, call a Lyft, or tell you, you know, your friend ain't been drinking to take you home. Don't be out here stupid and drinking Don't be and driving, stupid, man. Yeah, man, because you're you not just jeopardizing your life, but you're jeopardizing the next person's life, man. So, man, be smart out there. Don't drink and drive. But I'm, I'm going to sign off for tonight, man. You know, usually we we here like Tuesday, Wednesday. But we're going to be early next week, I promise. Um, but, yeah, man, episode six is in the books. we be back for episode seven. For, for Khalil, I'm Ja'Cory Plummer. Good night. Yeah, man.